Hi, welcome to The Conversation. This is Gretchen. And hi, I'm Christy. And this is Conversations to Connect. You are listening to episode 40, where we will be getting real about mental health and the military. We thought it would be really important to take some time to check in with um, all of the people who are providing service for our country, whether it is current or past, and just kind of get a perspective from them about what their experience is currently or has been with not only their own mental health, but I think just in general, how they view because of the experiences that they have as soldiers. Right. And then of like then the whole mental health system. Just like a temperature check on what experiences have been, acceptance or not acceptance, like maybe some past life experiences and how they've influenced like current. Yeah. Um, I think that it's important now, especially because we're living in such contentious times that we recognize the honor of the service that um, a lot of our citizens and our troops provide us and, you know, giving them gratitude for the sacrifices that they make for on our behalf. Well, and also hopefully I think increasing awareness for us civilians, if you will, about what it is like for veterans and what it is like for uh, soldiers. Because I don't think that we get a lot of that. Like we see the things that we see in the movies or things, you know, like unless you know someone who is a soldier who is in the military, we might not have the ability to really understand what they go through and what it's like for them and what it's like then on the other side when they decide to leave or when they have to leave. Right. And just how much of it is based around culture. Yes. Like you said, when when you don't have a lived experience, it's really helpful to be able to gain perspective by listening to the stories of other people. So I really am excited for the series. I have a couple of good friends that will be on. Um, the first one here is uh, my friend Bob, who we went to high school together. So it'll be great to catch up with him and just, like I was saying, get, get a sense of where other people are coming from. I think now it's very important for us to put ourselves in other people's shoes. To hear other people's stories and perspectives. Well, we hope you enjoy. So this podcast, Gretchen, actually has been, what is this, Bob, like two years in the making? I think it yeah, Going back and forth about, you, you stated you, you were doing this. Uh, you spoke with my father and you said you're working with the police. Just back and forth, uh, you know, definite interest area no. of mine and yours, mm-hmm. like sh- uh, shared interest. I'm glad it's coming to fruition. Me too. It was at our 20-year reunion. I remember seeing Bob and uh, his wife, beautiful wife, Lee, and she was like, oh my gosh, he's got a lot to say. You're not going to have any problem filling up an hour with him because I know that as long as I've known you, you're very passionate about whatever it is that you're invested and involved with and really helping people. So one of the main reasons I wanted to ask you on is... You do a lot of like Facebook videos and things and I see on there that it's very genuine when you say you want people to reach out to you like when people are struggling or if they need a listening ear and that's just I feel like especially in this day and age going from two years until now we just have such a such suffering out there and a lot of stigma around mental health so you coming on and talking to us I'm very appreciative of it uh, I'm, I'm not speaking well I'm, I'm gonna talk about my organization, I'm in the Marine Corps, but we've taken an interest past 10, 15 years when mental health was really coming to a, a, a recognized, it's always been there. That's the thing. It's always been there. And talking with the veterans, yeah. they said, you know, this is from World War Two, World War One, Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where the, uh, the Veteran Affairs, uh, the VA uh, hospital, they've, they've been having these issues 
but it's always been kind of the untalked about subject. I, I, when we were talking earlier, Crispy, like I, I was saying before I joined, I only knew a couple incidences uh, of suicide. When I joined, it, 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 it became more more recognizable. I, 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 I said, when I went through boot camp, there was a kid uh, who committed suicide when I was in boot camp. And just throughout well, my time... Do you through, mind me asking like what the circumstances were around that and how it was handled when it know, happened? I went to boot camp in March. And it was in our initial forming phase where you really don't get you don't get to talk to anybody around you. You're getting directions and you're running around and they're instant they're 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 basically stripping you, trying to strip you of your identity, get you to, to, to understand that you're in a training process where you're gonna become a Marine and you're gonna function in, in a team atmosphere, a, a part of the team. So it was in the beginning phases, but knowing how I felt, it, it was a big commitment. Uh, whenever you got on the airplane, you showed up at boot camp. And at that point, they say, you know, we always make the joke, the quickest way to make it through boot camp is to graduate. Because mm. you've been processed into the government, into the uh, military. And once you show up on the on the doorstep of, for us, it was Marine Corps uh, uh, Recruit Depot Paris Island. You're at a position where you, if you don't graduate, you would get a discharge. You would get a discharge which would follow you, uh, either a medical any kind of general discharge, you get pro, you're, you're, you begin processing. So you're, you're really in the beginning phases, but I know you start feeling that weight of, I just turned in a direction and, and my recruiter said, you know what, w- with this job, you just took a commitment. Like we always say, USMC, you've signed the blank contract. Put whatever word you want to say M for, you signed the USMC, you signed the we, we make the statement, but you realize that it's a four-year commitment. If you like it, you stay in. If you don't, you can move on and you get a ton, like you get a ton of opportunities that are out there for veterans. But you feel like, okay, this is four years of my life I'm committed to. Much like, and I, I, I'm sure with college students, I know how it felt as college as well. I, I joined after I went to college, but it's my it's like being away from the nest. You're alone. Everything from relationships. Uh, I told you. That I just uh, come from recruiting duty where I was going out and getting kids to join, but relationships were a big reason because we would send kids to boot camp and they would, again, the majority, like 95, 96% would be fully committed and make it through, but you had that percentage of kids that were being attritioned and it, it was coming from uh, a lot of times mental health issues that uh, coming in. We try to recognize them on the front end. But with this case, I believe I picked up that it was a relationship, you know, him feeling it as if he was worried. You know, imagine what's going through your head. You're gone. You don't get to talk to a loved one, a girlfriend. Um, well, especially if you're he, young. He, I mean, a lot of those new recruits coming in are young. 18, 17, 18 yeah. years old. I was older. And it's their first time away. Well, you and talk about we talk about brain development here. It's up to the age of twenty five. So when you're still learning these relational skills, and you that you don't have a strong don't grasp you, on who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really like thinking about. It. I didn't mature till I was, I'd say twenty six, twenty seven. I mean, we should ask point, Lee. <laughs> we should ask your wife I, how. I really, <laughs> I really only matured when I got married. And, I <laughs> and you're still I, working I, on it. At that's 40. the correct still, answer, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. Like, like literally, she's my foundation in, in helping me through. Because I, I, I am a drifter. I, I uh, If I was 
on my own. Like she, she put everything together for me. We have four beautiful kids. Um, so I, I really, I can, I could really see myself alone in this world, being someone with too much time in, in my mind. And like, like we're talking about, like when you have, and, and just this day and age, we're talking about the COVID and, right. and everybody, uh, just so much more information through social media and, and all the, uh, communication platforms being able to show you everything seen like people are feeding themselves a, a lot of information it's not always good yeah I, I, I believe that we're at a boiling point and it's nice like we were talking about you know recognizing what you guys are doing again like the programs like the disease has always been there and I like how how we're making more of an approach going and, and the Marine Corps I gotta say the one thing you learn about joining the Marines is the history like they've really kicked the crap out of a lot of people. And I'd really say that they've had determined cultures, like we've made them surrender. And I say they're very tough individuals, but they are very caring and sympathetic to this cause. Like mm-hmm. they, we're not sitting here trying to minimize someone's plight or someone's uh, uh, stress. Like we're, we're saying, hey brother, we need you, sister, we need right. you. So back it, to the the soldier that you knew um, going into boot camp that you were t- we were talking about. You said he's like a young guy. He had some relationship problems. Maybe slipped through the cracks in terms of mental. Yeah, through the mental, yeah, yeah. You, you can make the statements. You could be alone in your. They put you in your bed late at night and you can't talk. You have to lay. Boot camp is crazy. Like you're literally you get yelled at. You're getting you're moving back and forth. You're tired. He made a bad choice, and, and we find him. I mean, it was it was it was very sad. How traumatic it, it was, was that for the people that were there? Oh, we, uh, you know, they, they brought in our our health. A lot of our health care is provided. Our mental health is given through our our military chaplains. They come in, and that's when it was like an indoctrination. It was like the second week there, they started talking about this. Again, it, it was like it was a very scary incident. Seeing that, and just just thinking that wow like i can't believe that you know it, it's over like that, that decision where he's at and thinking about just someone that, that in my mind made a great decision one to do good for the country just to have all of that inside yeah that wanting to harm themselves it, it's sad and uh that's i i, I love what, what we're doing and what you guys are trying to recognize and trying to take it away i think so, so that we can I think that uh, prevent it Oh, absolutely. And I think that what you touched on earlier about social media is a big thing that we have in America, especially we, I call them football politics, like my team's better than your team. I'm right. You're wrong. And unless we like dissolve that and come together and be like, we're all human. Everybody has a family. What is that? Like Gretchen and I as therapists, like we see people from all walks of life, whether, you know, Democrat, Republican, black, white, straight, gay, like and just seeing that line of truth that comes through in humanity of, we just want to be happy. We need everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You can't, you can't, I, I know one thing, through recruiting and going out and finding kids to join, that you cannot determine someone's potential. Like, you can think, you can you can say, well, they have these physical attributes that, uh, like, they might be uh, in a position to do better physically. But inside, I would always tell kids I'm recruiting, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not able to just cut you open and look inside your heart and see what you are. Yeah. I'm like, it, it, that is for you to find. And I'm telling you, if you believe in yourself and you try and you put 
uh, you, tr- you try to help and put a positive foot forward, you're doing the things that, that, that are expected of you. That's that's enough. Like, like giving uh, the most of yourself trying to help others, what more can you ask? I think, like, yeah, what you I, said, helping others, having a force that's greater than all of us, like having a meaning and purpose in your life, like that's something that a lot of people are missing in their lives, period, these days. And so the the more that we're able to give voice to the struggles that people are having, the better off we're going to be long term, don't you think? Yeah. And and it's like you don't have to be part of an organization to have meaning or purpose. Go on. Just try to make the world a better place. (laughs) Do it yourself. With with this, I, I, I really believe, you know, walking around just engaging people. How many people really walk by that you don't know? If they're walking past you, they're about to go do something terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just, we have a, a courtesy in the military that you should give the proper greeting of the day. When you're walking by someone, rather, regardless of rank, give the proper greeting. I use that as a way to, to gauge mental health now. I, 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 the, the Marine Corps uses, has a, a, like a catchphrase, a word, oorah, we walk around, oorah. It's like a, 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 a word we say back and forth to each other. But I go around, I say that, and it's like, if they don't say it back, I stop. I go, what's going on, brother? Like, like, what's the matter? And a lot of times, you know, people are busy and whatnot, but... But it's an yeah, opportunity again, to check in with them. And to connect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, 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 is there something I can do? Is there something I can, yeah. uh, like, we can help? Um, you seem to have but, a really great grasp right now on this, like, your own mental health and being really aware of people around you. I'm wondering if you would be willing to talk about, is that something that was present in your family and, like, growing up? Like, have you always kind of been like this? You know, my, my father, he's pretty out there. Uh, but, I, I, again, I, he's a man that a lot of people have their feelings on him. He was a district court judge, kind of. But deep down, he truly cared. And I, I know I could go to him and just be totally at, at wit's end, falling apart. And it was just, it was just really comforting. And my mother, and I, I was fortunate to have a really loving upbringing where do you you mind if i I, uh, if i pop in real quick here so bob and i know each other from when how old young i think we went to we went to church at at all saints together oh my gosh we went through ccd together don't tell any of my secrets yeah i was at all saints you you were uh, where'd you go to grade school because jeffrey you went to jeffrey i went to all saints and then we went to CCD. I, I went in not eighth grade to middle school, but then we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And Christy was always with the girls. I, like I was with that. Like I always went after like all the girls, and it was like oh, you know, <laughs> it, they, they were just like uh, it, it was a great uh, childhood growing up, in, and a, a great time to be a, a teen, and I think a, a great uh, high school and and social experience growing up when we did graduate in '98. I, I think so too. I think so too. And I've always had a lot of respect for you. Like you've always seemed to have it together. I don't know if you always did, but <laughs> like in <laughs> in uh, I'm a knucklehead. I, I, well, that's know, I always been present in you. But like I, when I was talking to Gretchen, I said Bobby is intense in a great way. Like you know that you know you're passionate and you're putting your heart into everything. As long as I've known you, you've always been that way. And something that I really appreciated is that when we opened our mental, our counseling center in Shaler and I reached out to you, you immediately were 
completely supportive. I was on the phone with your dad. I think he was down visiting you at the time. He invited me. He was the district magistrate at the time, is since retired. But he had this reputation for like, he makes old women cry. Like this guy is mean. (laughs) But when I went and I met with him, it was just like, he talked about your mother and what a, a, a support she has been throughout his entire life. And anytime like he, you know, he really opened up about like, having to be in touch with what our mental wellness means. And was he military or he was a police officer? He, he was, he, yeah, he was in the Navy for a couple of years, went to Vietnam, got back, then he became a deputy sheriff and he was injured uh, on, on part of the job. And I know he deals with mental, he, he has got hit by a stolen car and his head was busted up. I know oh, wow. a, a lot through, um, you know, I, I tried to play pro football. I, I believe some the substance of my anxiety comes from, I, I've been hit in the head a lot. And mm-hmm. I, I believe, you know, the constant bashing on the frontal lobe. I watched these movies. I watched the one with uh, uh, Will Smith, where he talks about, he learns about uh, CTE, yep. traumatic brain uh, injury, mm-hmm. TBIs. I, I believe in in, in uh, a lot of that. I, I see it. I'm like, I feel that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, well, and that's I, why I think I, I was a little bit floored that he opened up about his own experiences. And I was like, how amazing is that? So I'm really interested to know, as you were growing up, you were saying you felt very supportive. Did your parents encourage you? And you have a sister. Encourage you guys to talk about anxiety and things like that? Or... Um, Because also, you're a straight male, so you have this idea of former football player, military, like, got to be the tough guy, got to, like, stuff your emotions. I'm curious about, like, what your family was like growing up. Mom, totally uh, supportive and and always recognized and asking how we were. So in in a way, like, not fully just saying, okay, let's talk about men, but it was always... You can't call my parents' house and just call and hey, how you doing? And they're immediately like, what's wrong? Like tell me, like tell me what's what's wrong. Give me more. Yeah. Like, so they encouraged dad, emotions. They, yes, the, and the communication. They it sounds like they're summer. They're, they're trying to figure out how you are and gonna gonna try to make make you feel better. The one the one thing, you know, my my dad is great, but sometimes I, I like. I believe in in process of healing is understanding people's uh, problems, like not just trying to just say, "Ah, you're, come on, you'll go get it over is, it." Support and be like, "Wow, like wow, that like that is pretty bad. That does like I think recognizing and letting somebody like like feeling for their and he got he like I'm kind of caught in in, in a. Uh, Conundrum was saying that like, he doesn't support, but there were some times where he's that's not a problem. Come on, you're 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 fine with it. Yeah, I I, I, be, I believe in, in in just again with the training that that we're receiving and trying to help uh, all the Marines uh, is you can't you can't judge what somebody's going through sure. unless you're at, like, walking in their shoes. Well, you and people get so good about hiding it too. You know, there's these. Um, pictures going around that show like a really depressed person and then a smiling like selfie and it's like i'm still depressed like whatever i'm I'd showing on the outside i'd say 2010 social media really started going on and that and they were able to engage a, a great a greater group and saying you know what everybody's uh, like we're doing the mental health but a lot of you are hiding it because you're afraid of what will occur you feel you're not going to be promotable in mm. the military you're going to feel 
that your uh, medical record's going to get a, a, an asterisk or something put on and stated that this will hurt for future promotion or, or employment, that they're going to try to process you out. And it, it, it's, it's the latter. You know, I was going to say, is the fear real or, or are they more supportive now than in the past? Yeah, oh, I, I, again, it, it's been fu- fully supportive, recognizing anything from substance abuse or me- me- mental health. Like if, if you're reaching for the help, like they, we would much rather do that than have to do the, 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 uh, the, the other side, which is, you know, putting somebody in the ground. And that's, that, that's sad. You know, when, when you lost somebody and you start looking at what, what occurred from the date that, that that incident occurred and before that, like what, like trying to recognize what we could have done beforehand that could have prevented that, that bad decision. And, and we feel that, you know, we got to convey the message. If, you, if you're one of those who are going to try to hide what the way you're feeling, like we want it to be known that you are not going to be uh, subjected to scrutiny. It, it, it is actually incurred because it does take, like I, I was saying the, the one time, the, the one general said, just recognizing you have a problem and having the guts to step up, and it, that actually takes courage. Absolutely. You, to help. be vulnerable like, and say I'm struggling is... I think one of the most courageous things a person can do. Yes, like you're actually getting training in the sense that you you've got that nerve, and you're going to be at a level where you recognize that you were you were strong enough to have that, and you could convey that message. And I, you know, I made I was strong enough to come up and say I needed help, and it actually uh, you get more of a position of power. Like you've uh, you're a proof source, you know. I was just curious, um, you talked about your own anxiety. Do you mind talking about what that's been like for you as across the lifespan, maybe? Again, I, I'm, I'm walking the line. I got, I got a good good family. I, I got to count my blessings. I, I don't, I don't want to lose anything with, with my family. My anxieties are uh, accelerated or are heightened whenever I know if I'm doing like the, like bad behaviors, if I'm, mm. you know, going out and going four or five days and not, not exercise. I, I need to be regimented. I've been overseas. I've not been anything crazy, but I've been like, I've had some stresses mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I, I know what my, what my capabilities and limitations are. And I know that, you know, as I'm getting older, I can't have like an, uh, a 21, 22 year old lifestyle, like going out. Even and thinking though we'd I like three to. Days. <laughs> I got more responsibilities and I, you know, the times where I know I got a lot to do during the week. If I, I like say I'm coming into that Sunday night and I've had a good Friday, Saturday night going out and being social and whatnot. I know that I just partake in, in behavior, like, like having a couple of drinks here and there. It, it's good. Like it, it's going to produce anxiety in me as long as i recognize it going in and my preventative measures are you know like you know i I try to get the exercise and i i'm I'm understanding i gotta be uh uh, doing doing the things that produce the natural positive energy in me and 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 we'll start meditation classes soon We'll get you. I, I believe we'll get you head injuries i mean i played football till i was 24 25 I, and I watch those videos. I, I swear, I, I get anxiety sometimes, and it's like yeah. I, whether it's from that or anything uh, overseas, or just a combination I, I, of all of it. Yeah, and uh, and Bob, I, really, I like I, that you said you notice your anxiety is heightened. I'm a firm believer, and I know Gretchen too. Like 
We all have depression. We all have anxiety. What's happening in my life right now that's making this better or worse? And what factors are within my control? So being a father, we talked about your upbringing and you know your experiences with the military. How does what you've been through and what you've seen influence the way that you parent? I really want to give my kids the, the, the space to grow, the space to, to understand that, you know, I, I do have an expectation of them. And I, my, my expectation is to uh, be like, you can't, can't just put happiness in like, but you, you can you make your, like be, give the best to yourself. You know, true happiness is in, in, internal. There's something that you posted not that long ago, and it was such a cute picture of you and your wife like out to dinner, and then you posted a picture of the other end of the table. <laughs> what is your life like now? You have four kids under the age of what? We, we all, all, you know, we got married 10 years ago this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we, I, I was 30, I was turning 30, and she uh, was a little bit younger, but we, we, we were together for a couple years uh, after that before we started having kids. But it was all based off of her being at that stage of being a high risk. We, we always wanted to have a big family, went back to back to back to back. <laughs> and, you know, it, 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 I must say, I got to give it to my wife, you know, she, like, watching her throughout the whole time, like, women are tough, like, <laughs> you know, what they go through and, and her being able to support the kids and she stay home. The kids are going to, going to school now, but she, she's the one that, that holds down the fort. But I know uh, when I come home and get frustrated, she really puts me in check. She's like, you're only been home for a couple, a couple minutes and you're already, she's like, she's like, right. kids, I've been here well. all day. <laughs> yeah. She's like, they're kids. Like, and I, I really want them to feel loved. I, I, I want them to know that they are loved. Cause I, I, I believe I'm, I'm, I've been around people that, you know, they just didn't have the love in, in, in their family. And you feel real fortunate that, that, that you've had that when you when you see and you hear them speak and talk about how much they wish they had what what, what I had. And I feel mm. real lucky to have had that. And it's something that I, I, I want to make sure because it's not mon- monetary. Uh, it's not it's, it's nothing uh, you it's know, time spent and I think that during the pandemic like my hats off to all of you parents out there that are parenting this is hard work as it is let alone during a pandemic and to really build those and foster those relationships and know who your children are not just you're going sometimes parents like go to work all these hours and they don't really spend time with their kids because they feel like they're providing for them you know, materialistically, but they want your time. They want to like have that fishing trip That's or it. whatever. And, and I'm like, I'm screwing that up. I gotta be better. <laughs> you know, I gotta put my phone down. I <laughs> go home. You know, I, I owe it to him. I yeah. owe it to him because my, my wife is so great. I go home and it's like I gotta control the things. Or I gotta do the things that just naturally prevent, like doing preventative uh, actions yeah. that will uh, increase my ability not. Uh, have these kind of stresses like put my phone away stay away from that give them the time like that's all stuff I can do and I just gotta just get more regimented at doing it you know hey Bob have you did you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix I know oh I'm gonna send you the link to that but it talks just about how our phones were designed to be addictive and how every time we go on them it's just I put mine in the glove box in my car in the garage sometimes <laughs> just to like not even really have that get impulse distance. to, to yeah, grab I'm, it. I'm, I'm all the time. I'm looking at my phone. 
I, I would do a lot better getting rid of the phone, <laughs> you know, focusing on, on make, picking up a book, reading. We, we, yeah. like my wife's great, reads with the kids every night, gets them. They're doing great in school. Um, it sounds to I, me like Lee, your wife, is similar for you that your mom was and is to your dad. Like a place that oh, yeah. is very safe for you and that you can express yourself and be really who you are. That's important in a partnership with communication. On, on your question about <laughs> what you were, uh, you asked a, a couple minutes ago about what what, what do I want to create yeah. in, in relationship with that? That word safety. I want them to have that's beautiful. That safety. You know, I I got three boys and, and a little girl. I, I I don't want them to think they have to be anything other than just 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 love themselves. You know, like. Uh, and care that's hard. Yourself, care about others. We get so many I, messages that tell us otherwise. So that's wonderful because it is really important that we can do that, that I, we can see ourselves you that know, way. I, I, I worry about like bullying and all yeah. I, I, I must say, I think there's a, a uh, I know bullying still exists and everything, but I don't, I don't, I don't want uh, my, my kids to ever be bullies. I, I, I want them to prevent. I think that takes a lot to, uh, to stand up to that. And I think that's the true tough person you know standing up uh not, not partaking in what seems to be the the, the cool behavior of that uh, or, or, or downgrading somebody else you know but, that's another thing i can say as long as i've known you bob like you've never been that way you've been approachable and open to everybody i know like even in high school you know people have their clicks this and that but i feel like we ran the line of like being part of all of the groups <laughs> And not like excluding people and just like trying to see things from other people's perspective. I think nowadays people are so quick to want to blame other people that they don't see the similarities that they have. What do you think? 100%. Um, you know, what, what is a, a social stat, like a status? I'm, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> they, it don't mean nothing really. <laughs> At the end of the day. You and know, you have to know who you are, which can you talk about like how you learned about who you are as a person through the Marine Corps? Because I think that having a sense of identity is very important not to get sucked into I'm cool or this person thinks I'm cool, like, but really believing in yourself. What has that been like for you? They, they have an expectation that, uh, that you're going to meet the standard and, right, and, and if you want to advance, you've got to be above the standard get into the next uh the, the next rank but again it's through, it's through the training coming in understanding that you know discipline the instant willing obedience to orders respect for authority self-reliance and teamwork that's that's the, the, mm -hmm. the definition teamwork you know the, the the team we always have a saying in the marines the marine to the left and right is what you fight for it it, it's taken us and we learn the history and you learn the pride that you have knowing that you you've made it through the uh, through the training and you get to wear the uniform you got pride in it so you have pride in, in your in your friends uh around you the marines around you but that that sense of identity and knowing that it, you're expected to be the one that can make the positive change uh and it's at the lowest levels like we have uh, a term called the fighter leader it's uh, any rank, you just have that ambition that you see an opportunity and, and they can't be fleeting opportunities. You don't want, like it, that feels terrible whenever you, you, you're second guessing and then you're realizing, oh man, what if I would have done what you're saying? What if, you know, what if I had taken action? You'll never know what would have happened. So we try to uh, minimize those occurrences by having that ambition, taking that step forward. But that sense of identity uh, is is developed. It's, it's uh, 
it, it's uh, nourished and you, you like you pick up the next rank and the next rank and and we have uh, uh, an understanding of what your expectation is and e- each one you got you have a respect level but we respect each every, every uh, each and every one but you know that you truly are needed you you're not you're part uh, of something yes and, yeah. and uh, you're needed and uh, you need the, the, the Marines around you. So I, I think that, that we do great with that sense of uh, self-worth and identity. How wonderful um, if we change. could all, how wonderful if we could all embrace our communities in that way and look to our neighbors about how we can help and be of service to them. I think that, that that's a good place to start. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I think we, we can, I think if, if, if we turn off the, the uh, the, the communication devices it really got just down to fundamentally uh, uh good uh behaviors go out clean up our, our areas yes uh look after one another uh, just natural maintenance you know get, getting uh off the substances like drinking water exercising doing like the, the stretching I, I always uh with the yoga it, it's something that you know, just getting your body moving and yeah. just creating that blood flow. I, I believe, you know, what, what COVID's showing, a lot of people being stagnant, you get negative energies inside your body when you start to move and be productive, that positive energy is being released. I feel that that's something that we we, we need to, to understand that we're not doing. That could be a, a productive effort and help anyone uh, mental health go get up be active uh, i'm really take a walk to, yeah i'm really happy it. that you brought that up because you and i have talked about like the benefits of yoga mindfulness meditation it's new for a lot of people some of the research like that i've sent your way like they would say in the military a third of people embrace it a third of people aren't sure and a third of people are skeptical so this is where we start in like are these tools that we talked about you talked about when we first started with prevention, how can we get in there and help people be more productive and focused? Like with, with the stretching, it's something that I, I'm not doing enough, or I'm not calling just yoga, but like if if, I, if my body, if I feel sore, I'm naturally having negative energy inside. So if I'm, if I'm increasing my mobility, I start to feel good, I'm burning some calories, I'm starting to uh, like appreciate my image, like exercise does do a lot of positive aspects for you. you start the feet, like breathe, open them mm-hmm. lungs up. I think looking at lifestyle uh, choices, you know, eating healthier, you put yourself just in a in a more favorable position to have more positive vibes just through a basic uh, lifestyle. Like get up, like we do uh, when we have a Marine that's overly stressed and he's needing mental help, we put him on a risk mitigation plan and we, we go all the way down to their finances. We say, okay, here's what you're earning because finances become a big stress in young kids' lives. Uh, we, we look at their, what they're spending their money on, what they're consuming. You know, we, got, we feed them some of the best food and they get it for free. That, I mean, it's obviously uh, well, coming out of their commitment. And how but, about being part of a routine? That helps. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. eating properly. Right. They're not. They're staying up all night playing video games, <laughs> smoking cigarettes, drinking energy drinks. Uh, like you look at them, and I'm like, I, your body probably feels right. No like wonder you're nuclear, strung out. Yeah, you're, you're, you're like a nuclear bomb. About but it's great because it sounds like it's a very holistic approach. Like you're not just being like, listen, oh, it's we, one we thing. Right, it's everything. Mm-hmm. 
How do you feel like all of your experiences that you have had in the military have really influenced what you want for your future? How do I feel what everything? I, I want to get kids to, to feel a sense of self-pride in serving, really seeing the magnitude that the United States brings to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, been all over, and I see the effort that we have. I, I worked a lot on the global war on terror. I see the commitment we have. There, you know, there are very bad people that are out there trying to force life life uh, uh, decisions on the people, force them what they can worship, what they can like. Like, there's very bad people in, in the areas that I've been that you couldn't, you know, women couldn't show their faces. Can't like you have to worship a certain way, and they were f- forcing them through force, doing doing terrible acts. I believe what the United States, the efforts that I've uh, been a part of, going through trying to establish a voting system, trying to establish a police where they can go out and be uh, policed legit, where there's no, no corruption, trying to minimize the corruption in their mm-hmm. police forces, allow you know people to earn where they're not being uh, robbed from anybody that would have a weapon. I believe the United States, what we're doing in those efforts, you're doing something that, that's really great. And I, that's why I have that opportunity. I'm real uh, I'm hoping I can go back and get back on the recruiting side and get kids to join all branches. Uh, oh, and to be such a leader in your regard, like you mentioned to me that you want to get more involved with mental health. Like, what do you see? After, so after, yeah. so I want to take the service as, as far as I can go and until they say you can't, but then uh, really the mental health side, uh, we have the Wounded Warrior Program, mm-hmm. uh, we have morale, we have the USO. I, I really what's that? Wanna, it, it, it's just a part of me. What, what's that last one that you mentioned? I never heard of the it. The USO, United States Organization. For, the USO is, a, is an organization founded uh, supporting all, all, all the services, um, going to, they're, they're, they provide uh, uh, morale boosting, comfort and morale for, for, for the uh, active and, and, uh, and retired military. And, you know, you, you travel around, you go to bases, USO will, will, will sometimes bring out like people like some of the Steelers will come out and they'll, they'll meet doing meet and greets because basically anything to break up the monotony of what the service is doing, yeah. they're, they're carrying out a mission and it's a lot of times working all day and night away from their family, just making them feel appreciated. I, I believe uh, that would be something I'd like, because I, I, I really think the, the United States diplomatic efforts and their their military provides a lot of stability throughout the world and that that's that's where i feel uh, and, and then supporting the people that do that and i, I believe it protects the the overall uh, peace corps all the usa like all of our abilities to go out and do humanitarian efforts in other countries where disasters occur I, I have a strong belief that the military protects those uh, those organizations and enables us to be arbiters of peace, being able to go in because some some cultures are, are have corruption and they will uh, if you're providing aid, you'll you'll start to notice that that aid is being is being received. And you don't know where it's going, and you're starting to see that there's efforts being made that to, to take and then board like border out with with. with what they're uh, issuing on we're doing the things to make sure that everybody gets an equal share so that we can provide that that help so i want to stay around the service because i really believe in what it does and i think that you are so ingrained in supporting troops past present and future and you know being able to be a role model for them those that are coming up 
what would your advice be if you have any to some people out there that are maybe feeling like disheartened like we just came through a really rough election season and like i said we have this football politics mentality and i think that we need to get on the side of helping one another like what what do you see out there that people can really you know embrace moving forward they have to understand and know that it it, it is recognized like you can understand if you're feeling disheartened. One well, well, no, like it, everything's kind of real contentious now. Accept it for, for what it is and say, I'm going to make it better. I feel when you feel that, that you are uh, could be somebody that could uh, provide uh, support to somebody else in need when, when you're needed. I, I, I believe if somebody feels that they're so disheartened and down, you might get a. a a sense of self-worth if you feel that you can possibly go help others like go like go on in, in a and in, in, in try to provide like, like try to make it better but, uh, but there's like, a lot you know, of opportunity for volunteering out there and there's a lot of need so i think as we move through this more, crisis uh-huh. you know, there's a lot more reward in giving and uh go, go give the best for yourself and and understand that you know there's, there's always another day um and and uh you could possibly have a positive impact on somebody's life, and yeah. that's what you should really try to uh, uh, to live towards is making making this world better. And I, I believe, absolutely, you know, and those intangible try, things are what you talked about wanting to give your children. That's what we all we just want attention and a sense of belonging. You know, if you're and safety, your death, then you're like, I, I tried to make the world better. I think you got life made. <laughs> 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 like, what are you gonna do? I mean, nobody's gonna hold that. In. They, they really tried to really make, make life better. <laughs> we were doing great. Like, then keep it going. Back. That's what people need to do is give themselves a pedal. But they don't they quit being so hard on yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah. true. I, I don't see how people can get so depressed when when you see that everybody's screwed up, right? They like screwed up. But nobody can point the finger and cast judgment, especially with so much transparency. Like, we're, we're all human beings. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Well, and you know, when we're working with people in therapy and I say, are you your own best friend or your own worst enemy? People don't know how to be their own best friend. We're not, the world doesn't set us up for that. The world says you're not good enough. Let these advertisers get to you. You need this, this, and this before you can be happy. It's taking it back to the basics. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for for what you guys are doing. I know uh, Christy was saying about working with the police and, and, uh, environment and, and working with the service i think you know i wouldn't just keep it just to uh people uh you know any kind of stress there's a stress in every like there is there's that, stress in uh, everything yeah it, i i believe we really got to just do better at trying to recognize it beforehand uh and, and let's go out and just try to make the world better there you go. Everybody. gotta start somewhere this man Thank you for listening to Conversations to Connect with Gretchen and Christy. If you like our show, want more information, and want to connect with us, go to our website at www.conversationstoconnect.com and follow us on Instagram. We hope this episode has given you some useful tips to create meaningful conversations in your life. If you feel like you would benefit from talking with a therapist, one resource is www.psychologytoday.com, or you can contact your insurance company. See you next time.